1: Star Wars 7x7 episode 870. Today, I'm launching a new feature on the podcast. It's called Star Wars Podcasters on Podcasting. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel rousing fun for everyday Jedi's. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we have a wonderful galaxy of Star Wars podcasts out there, don't we? We have a wonderful galaxy of podcasters populating it as well, but it occurred to me that maybe we don't necessarily know as much as we could, should, or might want to know about the people behind the microphones of all of these Star Wars podcasts out there. So I sat down and I brainstormed a list of questions that I could potentially ask and boiled it down to seven, of course it had to be seven, seven questions that I'm going to ask every single podcaster for this series of interviews, so everybody's going to get the same set of questions, maybe their answers might inspire a couple of different follow-ups here and there, but everybody's going to get the same seven questions asked of them. And I'm kicking things off with Tim McMahon from the Less Than 12 Parsecs podcast. If there is a podcast on God's Green Earth that is faster than this one, it is Less Than 12 Parsecs. And Tim graciously agreed to be the guinea pig on this one, to be the first person on whom I tested out these questions. So here we go with the first installment of Star Wars Podcasters on Podcasting featuring Tim McMahon from Less Than 12 Parsecs. (laughs) All right, Tim McMahon, thank you so much for joining me on this new feature on the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. It's always great talking to you, Alan, whenever
2: I get the chance.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm really excited to do this. So thank you very much for agreeing to be a part of it. Oh, You're welcome. All right, so the first question for you, how did you get into Star Wars podcasting?
2: Well, I think my appreciation for podcasting goes back to before there was a thing called podcasting. When I was in college, I I didn't know if I wanted to either study to be a teacher or study to go into AV communications. I ended up studying to be a teacher and I always kind of regretted that and always sort of wished I stuck with the communications program because I love doing TV and radio type stuff. So later in life, when podcasting became a thing, like, all right. I can I can do this. This is going to be fun, Uh, and yeah, and then and then like I said, podcasting exploded. Started listening to I think Rebel Force Radio was the first big Star Wars podcast I was into, and um, so uh, I decided, well, you know what, I can do that. I'm going to try that. Had some free time. Uh, I I sort of work evenings and had some downtime, so uh, you know during the day. No one was around. Like, my real friends weren't around. So I said, like, okay, I'm going to make some friends on the internet. So,
1: <laughs> And it's worked. Hey, hey, we're buddies now, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah, and it jumped from the internet to the real world, too. Yeah, thanks. How long ago was that, would you say? Um, the the podcasting? Yeah, when you first said, hey, I, this is a thing. I can try this. I can do this. I want to... Uh...
2: 2012, I think, was when I first started getting the idea. So it's been about four years. Gotcha. I think, yeah, I think my first show was, was early 2013. Excellent.
1: So, what would you say is your favorite thing about being a Star Wars podcaster?
2: Simply meeting and talking with new people, people I don't know. I just love chatting with strangers um, and making friends. It seems like Star Wars podcasting podcasters and podcast listeners there there are a great community um so yeah that's that's been the the best thing for me is just meeting new people and talking star wars because all my real world friends they all know my star wars opinions they all know my (laughs) star Wars stories they get sick of me telling the same ones over and over so i can tell my own stories to new people and then learn and hear new stories uh so that's that's the main reason also i got to admit part of its ego it's kind of cool knowing that there's People out there are listening to your voice, to, you know, listening to your stories. So uh,
1: that's that's just a small part of it, though. Absolutely. And so we know, of course, that you currently do less than 12 parsecs. And you and I did the expanded comic verse once upon a time. And perhaps it will write again someday. I and, hope so. We yeah. Should. And the expanded fandom verse as well that you were um, co-hosting with Jason Collier. Um, is that it? Or have you done other podcasts, too?
2: No, no. It started with the expanded Phantomverse. I did that alone for a couple months and decided, hey, I need a partner, hooked up with Jason. Um, then some real-life stuff happened in my life, so I, I, I just had a lack of free time. I had to step away from the microphone, so I gave Jason Collier the expanded Phantomverse. That's now all his. I still sit in every now and then, but not so much. But when I had to give that up because of lack of time, I missed the hobby of podcasting so much. Like, okay, there's gotta be a way where I can do podcasting with what little free time I have. You, sir, were a great inspiration with your seven minute show. I'm okay. Like, all right. Hey, yeah, if, if Alan's doing this, maybe I can pull something off like that. And, uh, I gotta tell folks that I, I approached you and asked for your blessing and you gave it. So
1: thank you. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> and, uh, it was even necessary, but I appreciate the well, offer. Nonetheless, well, it's a Godfather I, thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That thing. <laughs>
2: I don't know of anyone else who is doing shows, you know, under 10 minutes. Um, You know, yours yours is, you know, you aim for seven minutes. My goal is to be three to four minutes. Uh, But yeah, I'm still impressed that you do it daily. I'm happy to get two or three or maybe four episodes out a week. But
1: yeah. So where do you record the podcast? I mean, I I have a bit of a sense of this, I think. But um, for our listeners, though, I think... Yeah, well, I'll let you tell. Like, Where do you record the podcast? Right.
2: Well, I uh, started off at home.
1: Uh,
2: I have, a, I have a, a little library at home. We call it the library. It's just an extra room full of bookshelves and a desk and the computer, and I can close off and, and work there. But uh, I actually, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, but I'm going to, <laughs> I do a lot of my podcasting when I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Like I said, I, I, I work evenings. In fact, I'm at work right now. And I have a lot of downtime uh, at work, so I podcast off of an iPad in my office. Uh, you know, I I try to pre-script things in my head during the day, I'll, I'll get a thought, and I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to talk about today, and maybe I'll quickly jot it down uh, on my phone, I'll, I'll like do text-to-speech, I'll send myself an email, and then at night, when I've got some downtime, I pull out the iPad, it takes me like, 30, 45 minutes to do an episode tops from beginning to end.
1: And isn't it funny just, I mean, for three minutes of content, four minutes of content, and it takes 35, 40 minutes from top to bottom. I think people don't necessarily understand uh, how much time ends up going into the production of a podcast. That's, you know, like that's entirely outside of the time that people are listening to.
2: I found that,
1: Even, you know, you think, oh, a two or three,
2: four minute podcast is going to be easy, but my thoughts are always bigger than that time I have allowed. So I I write it out and then I have to edit it down, get get to just the heart of the idea. And then I wish I could say it all out at once, speaking quickly, like the old FedEx commercials or the micro machines, man, but I can't. So what I do is I'll, I'll record like one sentence at a time, take a deep breath. And then record the next sentence, you know, <laughs> do that. And then the editing is just taking out those deep breaths, taking out those pauses. Um, yeah, I like got a little stylus. I got the I, – I splurged and bought the Apple Pencil and it, it's, it's a great tool and I can do it all on a lap,
1: uh, on an iPad. It's great. That is excellent. That's excellent. And so doing two or three or four a week, I mean I know what it's like to churn that much content – Um, it requires a lot of inspiration, of course. So just what would you say you draw on for inspiration for your podcast?
2: I I would like to say I had segments planned out. Like I know you do. You've, you've bragged to me that you're, you've got a whole month planned. Not always,
1: not always.
2: (laughs) I'm not there yet, but honestly, uh, some of my shows are just random thoughts that come to my head, uh, during the day. You know, I'm the type of star Wars nerd who just is always thinking star Wars, um, I'll be inspired by some news, maybe a new product. Uh, I also like uh, hooking up with, connecting with, excuse me, that's probably a better phrase, connecting with <laughs> other Star Wars podcasters. So I'll do a segment where I uh, interview other Star Wars podcasters and uh, give them a five-minute interview. So yeah, those are those are my random thoughts that become the show.
1: Excellent. And those, yeah, I, I think one or two of those actually sound vaguely familiar. <laughs> I think I may have been on one or two of those.
2: Yeah, yeah, you sat through the interview, and then everyone I interview, I also make them answer 10 stupid
1: questions. They have 10 seconds to answer. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And you actually write an entirely different set of questions for the people that you interview. So I tried to study up and prepare myself and realized very quickly that I was not going to be <laughs> prepared for what you had to throw at me. Well, glad I kept you on your toes. You absolutely did. All right, so Present Company Accepted. What other podcasts do you enjoy? can be Star Wars ones, but it doesn't have to be.
2: Well, I love Star Wars podcasts that have a great concept, uh, like a gimmick. So yours, I was attracted to yours right away because of the whole seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Like, oh, that's a great idea. I wish I had thought of that first. Uh, Star Wars Minute is another show I love where they analyze one minute of film in each episode for 20, 30 minutes. Uh, Star Wars in Character is another great show where they just it's a bunch of guys talking about random Star Wars characters and it's not Luke and Han and Leia it's like the background expanded universe you know action figure people in the background <laughs> so those any any Star Wars show with a great um interesting and unique concept uh there's a lot of shows out there that just talk about the news and they review things and and I do l- listen to those but if you got a different take something unique then uh i'm in so those those three i'll I'll say are my favorite star wars podcasts right now um i also enjoy i used to i I went through a comedy podcast phase there's a lot of great comedy podcasts um uh let's say i went through a nerdist phase i sort of haven't listened to that in a while comedy bang bang um anything funny i went through the the kevin smith phase for a while. And and I guess before I would I guess before we were calling it podcasting, I really liked This American Life, which is on the radio. But they also now put it out as a podcast. That's not really a comedy, but um, that's a show that comes to mind.
1: It is very podcast-like in its way, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it almost seems kind of head-smacking that it took as long as it did for it to be in the iTunes store for podcasts. Right, right, right. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, so maybe you've given me a hint of this with um, talking about having a particular gimmick to hang your hat on, if you will. But what would you say, in your opinion, is the secret to a great Star Wars podcast?
2: Oh, I wish I knew. If I knew, my show would be so much better. Stop it.
1: <laughs> Stop it.
2: <laughs> well, the, the the whole unique gimmick thing is just a personal preference. Uh, you You can have a great show that isn't that is just talking about the news or just doing reviews uh you know Tarkin's Top Shelf is a book review show Uh, I mentioned Rebel Force Radio before they're sort of like a, a news and you know current events show in the Star Wars world so uh I don't know make it fun uh make it make it fun I think that would be the my my clue I don't know if I make it fun every time but it's fun for me to do so that's why I do it
1: yeah, I think that's probably job one is to make it fun for yourself because if it isn't fun for you then it's definitely not going to come through in the podcast for sure. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'll be honest, I do this for myself, not not for any other reason. I just like to do it.
1: <laughs> so what would you say your biggest podcasting achievement is so far and uh, you know, maybe even what's your greatest ambition for it?
2: Um this isn't. I don't. I don't consider this a big achievement, but I still get a great thrill out of any time someone leaves me a comment on social media or someone sends me an email, uh, just to know that someone heard it and said, "Hey, you know what? I liked that." Or, "Hey, you, you made an interesting point. I kind of disagree. Let's talk about it." That, to me, is achievement enough. Uh, on our old show, the Expanded Verse, we got listed. We're still listed on StarWars.com. So I guess that is a sort of unlocked achievement that yeah. I can be proud of. Yeah. And, uh, but it's it, honestly, it's the little things. It's the connecting to people. Like I said before, I love meeting new people who like to chalk, uh, chat about star Wars. So that's why I do it. And that's, uh, that's what makes me happy as for ambition. I have never had a celebrity guest on the show back on the expanded Fandiverse If folks had never heard that our concept was we were talking to fans Thus, the name expanded fandom verse mm. we were talking we were talking to fans who did cool and interesting things with their love of Star Wars, you know people who made fan films um people who did arts and crafts projects so so our unwritten rule was we never were gonna talk to anyone we never wanted to talk to anyone who who took a check from Lucasfilm. <laughs> you know no one who was paid by Lucasfilm was allowed on the expanded fandom verse. Well, less than 12 parsecs doesn't have that rule. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm up to 32, 30, I have 33 epi- 33rd episodes about to come out tomorrow. My goal is my 50th episode, I want that to be my first celebrity guest ever. Um, I don't know if I can make this happen for episode 50, but my ultimate goal is I want to talk to Pablo, Pablo Hidalgo from the uh, Lucasfilm Story Group. Ah. Uh, and, and honestly, I want to talk to him. About stuff in the past, I'm a big fan of the old West End Games role-playing uh, game, and that's where he got his start uh, in Star Wars. And I just want to talk to him about that old game and, and what was going on behind the scenes. If folks don't know West End Games and the Star Wars role-playing game, it came out in the late '80s, very early '90s during the dark time, and they were producing the only original Star Wars content at the time. And a lot of what they produced is still part of Star Wars universe now. And I just found that period of time interesting, the product interesting, and uh, Pablo's an interesting guy. And I hope someday uh, he'll let me chat with him
1: about it. That would be tremendous. And yeah, so, he basically wrote himself into the Star Wars universe. I've, yeah, I've yeah. heard some stuff about about that, whether it was, I can't remember if it was the, it might have been the interview with him. He had a an extended segment from the Star Wars show where I don't know if you happen to see that episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So and maybe that's where I, I remember hearing about all that stuff from, but yeah, that's fascinating stuff. So hopefully being able to put that ambition out into the world can happily put it into motion for you and maybe even make it happen. So Pablo, I know you're listening because everyone listens to Star Wars seven by seven.
2: So send me an email, 12 par six podcast at gmail.com or please come to my website, 12 par Uh, dot com
1: (laughs) and fingers crossed yeah absolutely and while you're at it um where else can people track down (laughs) less than 12 parsecs you've already given us a few of them
2: (laughs) um yeah i am so horrible at this social media thing that i i don't know all my (laughs) links unfortunately less than 12 parsecs uh is such a great and well-known star wars phrase that i couldn't get it I couldn't get the same term on all my social media links. So we're on Twitter. We're 12 par pod. I think I'm 12 par six podcast on Instagram. Um, if you go to the 12 par six there's links to all the social media and all the sites where you can find the show.
1: Fantastic. It is a tremendous show. And Very well executed every single time. It's always a thrill to be able to listen to it, and it was a thrill to be on it, too. So thank you so much, Tim, for coming on the show for Star Wars Podcasters on Podcasting. I really appreciate it.
2: Glad to come here anytime you need me.
1: You know I'll be there. Thanks very much, Alan. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed our first segment of Star Wars Podcasters on Podcasting. And look for another one soon. Now, I have a trivia question for you waiting on the other side of the break, so stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Hey, welcome back. I've got a trivia question for you. You know how this works, right? I understand. Excellent. All right, last time I asked you in what country were some of the exteriors for Starkiller Base filmed, and that was in Iceland. Today's question, where were some of the exterior shots non-forest related of the outside of Maz Kanata's castle filmed? And by non-forest, I mean not actually inside the forest, like outside where you could see forest, but you weren't actually in the forest. You get what I mean by that, right? I understand. Okay, good. Just making sure. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7, and hey... Before you get those droids working out on the South Ridge, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a power converter, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May it always be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star
0: Wars and myself. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would.